You can be happy with your home no matter where you live. Whether you live in an RV or a mansion, it has nothing to do with your own self-worth or with your internal happiness. Today, I'm going to be sharing 11 tips that will help you be content with your home, and I'll also be sharing my own personal experiences with these things. Before we jump in today's episode, I want to remind you what we're working towards. We are working towards a house that's easier to keep clean, our mind to feel less cluttered, more time to spend with the ones we love, and more energy to do the things that we actually enjoy. After today's episode, you are going to be one step closer to that goal. So grab your coffee, keep on listening, and we are going to do this together. My first tip is to stop waiting to be happy. Find reasons to be happy now. If you can't be happy with where you are now, what makes you think that a nicer house will make you happy? If you let your possessions determine your happiness, you will get stuck in a cycle of ups and downs. This mindset will only give you temporary happiness before you're ready for change again. For example, I lived in a camper a couple times in between our moves, and I always thought that, oh, when we get this house, it will make me so much happier. The truth is, if you have any problems you're dealing with, they're still going to be there in a new house. You need to find internal happiness with who you are and your life, regardless of where you're living. And that brings us right to tip number two. Tip number two is to understand what contentment is and how it can improve your happiness in all aspects of your life. Contentment is about staying consistent with your internal happiness and not letting the external factors determine our happiness for us. Contentment is about being happy and grateful for your life as it is. This doesn't mean that you can't improve your life. It is about focusing on the good things on your journey to change. So that brings us to tip number three. Don't allow your home to determine your self-worth. Society can make us believe that our homes are tied in with our self-worth. But this is only true if you let it be. Your home has nothing to do with who you are as a person. Focus on how you want your house to feel to you. It's not about what it looks like. It's about how you feel in your home. When you can be content with your home, you can also be content with many more areas in your life. And you can realize that your own happiness comes from within. So don't allow your home to determine your self-worth for you. And this brings us to tip number four. Stop comparing your house to others. I want you to think about it like this. If you knew that no one would judge you for your home, would you feel differently about it? The truth is, we all have different priorities. We all have different styles. We all have different things that matter to us. So why would our houses look the same? For example, I'm more on the minimalist side. 
because that's what works for me in my lifestyle. For me, I look at a lot of home decor as extra maintenance that I don't feel like dealing with because I know that it clutters up my mind. But for you, home decor might be a way that you make your house feel cozy. It might be a way that you express yourself. And that's totally fine. You want a home that feels good for you. And I want a home that feels good for me. So instead of focusing on what other people are doing in their homes, focus on what feels good and right for you and your family. Even if somebody didn't like how your home looked or if they didn't like how your home feels, how does that really matter at the end of the day? They don't live in your home, you do. You want your home to work for you and you want it to feel good for you. So when it comes to comparison, I really want you to bring it back to how does my home feel and do I like how my home feels? And remind yourself, opinions of others about your home, it really doesn't matter. So now for tip number five, remind yourself why you're living in the house that you are. So when you first moved in, did you like that there was a big kitchen, that you had an extra bedroom, or was it the opposite? Was it that it was easy to maintain because it was smaller? Or maybe you moved into your house so you could save money and focus on your other life goals. Focus on those things that drew you to your current home in the first place. There are reasons that you're living where you are and sometimes you need to remind yourself of those things. For example, we live out in the middle of nowhere. We live an hour from the city, but there's a reason for it. We wanted to move from our small two-bedroom, one-bath house. We wanted a bigger house. We wanted a shop for my husband to work in. And we found those things for a fraction of the price just by moving out of the city further. So sometimes when I start feeling discontent with my house, I remind myself how much money we're saving and that there's a lot of things here that we had wanted. So a lot of times we can bring it back to what made us fall in love with our home in the first place. And for tip number six is to remind yourself daily what you are thankful for in your current house. What helps with this is to look back in your life, let's say five, ten years ago. Where were you living then? Did you dream about living somewhere like where you live now? Or, for example, before we moved into this house, we had lived in a camper. Yeah, a camper is not ideal, but at the same time, I remember appreciating the fact that we were saving money and that we knew we were getting a bigger house. But now that I'm in our house, I can remind myself daily that it is nice to have a washer and dryer. It is nice to have a dishwasher. It is nice to walk across the floor and it feels solid, unlike the camper that felt wobbly. We've lived in this house for three years now, but that doesn't matter. We can always have things to be thankful for. So remind yourself daily, what are these things? 
And sometimes when it's hard, all we have to do is be thankful that we have a roof over our head, right? Because after all, a home is just four walls and a roof over our head. Now for the next tip, tip number seven is to declutter your home. In order to find out what you do want in a home or what you do want in your current home, you have to get rid of what you don't want first. And I'm not saying, oh, I don't like that paint color, I don't like these cupboards, I'm gonna remodel everything, but decluttering your possessions. So for me, a big thing right now of why I'm leaning towards the more minimalist side is because I want as much stuff cleared out as possible so that I can start updating my home and not get distracted by clutter. I wanna be able to focus on my blog and podcast. I wanna focus on doing fun things with my kids and with my family. Clutter is just a distraction. It can make it harder to maintain your home. It'll make you feel more overwhelmed. It might even make it feel like it would be easier to live somewhere else. But in order to find what you love about your home, start by decluttering. This goes along with step number eight. Take pride in maintaining your home. This is something that I've definitely had to work on. I went through a spell where I was feeling discontent with my home again. And yeah, it does need some updates. I have blue carpet that I do not like. So... I didn't really care about maintaining it that much because I figured I want to replace this carpet anyway, right? Or my yard is another thing. The people who lived here before had all sorts of plants and different things. And that's not what I like to do. I don't enjoy yard work. I don't enjoy taking care of plants. So instead, what did I do? I let those things go. Well, then you're not feeling proud of your yard at all. You're not feeling proud of your house at all if you're not maintaining it. So I've been really coming back to focusing on taking pride in what I do have, even if I don't consider it that beautiful. Instead of feeling ashamed by my yard, let's say, or ashamed by my blue carpet, I can help me feel more content with these things by maintaining them and keeping them looking nice. So even if you don't like an area of your home, still take pride in maintaining it. Otherwise, you will feel even more negative feelings about it. And that brings us to tip number nine, which is to plan your future. So like I said earlier, you have reasons for why you're in your home right now. Now I want you to think about planning for your future. Are you planning on staying in your house long term and just fixing it up? maybe updating and remodeling it to how you want it? Or are you living where you're at to save money and reach your other life goals? For whatever reason you're in your house, even if it's just a temporary flip house where you wanted to buy it, fix it up, sell it, it doesn't matter where you're living, you know the reason. Now I want you to make a plan for what you wanna do in the future and divide it into small manageable steps That way you can still be content with how it is, but you have that awareness that you are working towards changing what you don't like about it. This might be as something simple as, I'm going to paint that one wall 
and then next I'm going to paint this other room or I'm going to update that one light fixture when I can. You know, just have some sort of plan so you don't feel like you're stuck and there's nothing you can do about it. Now let's say you're renting. Well, what can you do? Can you make it look cleaner and more organized and just really take pride in keeping it as nice as you can? Are there small little updates you can make? Maybe by changing, getting an area rug or changing your furniture, but they don't have to be expensive. I really want you to always take it down to being content with the basics and then making little steps towards where you want to be. Maybe you don't even make changes in what, let's say your rental looks like or your RV looks like. Instead, make plans for the future of what house you wanna buy or how you're gonna save up money to build your next house. Whatever it may be, if you have something to look forward to in the future, it's really going to help. Now, number 10 might be a struggle for some of you and some of you it might not be. And that is to get off of social media. If you find yourself getting stuck in the comparison trap, get off of social media or unfollow the accounts that make you feel worse about yourself or your home. Remember, we should not be tying our self-worth into our home. And if someone's making you feel less than because of where you live or the style of your home, you don't need those external factors that may interrupt your internal happiness. This life is about you and your family and how you want to fill with your own values. This really does come down to your own self-worth. You are worth more than other people's opinions, than what your house might look like. None of that has anything to do with who you actually are inside. And let's say someone did judge you for your house not being as modern or as cute or as a certain style. That has nothing to do with you. They can have their opinions, but that doesn't have to affect how you feel. This is about you and how you feel in your own home. Now we have two more tips. Number 11 is to get out of your house more. When you get to that point where you might feel overwhelmed and like you're not happy with your home and you start going down that rabbit hole, get out of your house. And if you can do a quick cleanup and tidy up before you go, I promise you, let's say you're gone for a full day or maybe a weekend, when you come back home, it's going to feel good to be back home, especially if it's clean or tidy. So sometimes when we feel like we're getting stuck in a negative mind space, get out of your house and just let your mind reset. And for tip number 12 is to make good memories in your home and remember the good ones that you've had. Like I said, your home is just a structure for you to live in. It is not related to your self-worth or your ability to make memories. And if you live in a camper, you might be like, how can I make memories in this RV? I have a bunch of memories in our RV. You can just have 
a friend or a sister or your mom over for a nice coffee date one night. Um, You might have another small family come over or maybe set up a space outside for you guys to make memories. Just because you live in a small space doesn't mean that you can't make good memories in your home. At the end of the day, all of this comes down to making your life matter for you. What means the most to you and how can you make the most of wherever you are? It's all about you leading a happy life. If you feel like you're still having a hard time with this, I want you to either look at the blog post that I'll put a link to in the show notes or listen to this again and journal on these things. Take a minute and maybe even choose one a day and just journal on it, write it down and work through these thoughts and feelings. Another thing you can do is to keep decluttering. If you're not subscribed to my podcast, you can subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts or you can see each podcast episode on my website at simplifymomlife.com. I really hope this helps and I hope that you're feeling at peace with your internal happiness, your self-worth, and wherever you call home. Oh, one more thing before you go. If you're feeling unmotivated, if you have any questions, or if you want to celebrate your wins with me, there are two ways that you can do that. In the show notes, I'll have two links. One will be for my website at simplifymomlife.com, where I'll have the comments section open, or you can sign up for my email list with the other link so that you can get each podcast and blog post sent straight to your inbox every Tuesday morning. Remember, we are well on our journey to an easier to clean house, a less cluttered mind, and more time and energy for the ones you love and the things you enjoy. If you want to stick around, don't forget to click that subscribe button. Thanks for being here, and remember, we are on this journey together. Subscribe to my mom's podcast. It'll make her very happy.